0: We're back. The Impact Sessions podcast is back after about seven months. Uh, We're not in the studio and we will miss Josh and Leanne from uh, Get Your Media, who've been our studio um, hosts for the previous 24 recordings. But we are back and we're doing an Impact Sessions Zoom call. So hopefully it goes okay, and hopefully it still goes out to the usual channels that we uh, promote the Impact Sessions on. But let's get straight down to business. Um, it wasn't very difficult for me to choose my first guest in the new format. Um, I'm delighted to welcome Ella Mesmer. She's the owner of uh, Business Yoga, which is a fabulous business which we'll get into as we go through the, uh, the podcast. Um, we've called it building a new business in a global pandemic, but there's a lot more to this than the meets the eye, and there's a lot more to this than than just talking about setting the business going. So uh, without further ado, Ella, welcome to the Impact Sessions podcast.
1: Thanks so much, Nick. It's super exciting to be here and also to be the first guest as you're welcoming the podcast back. I've missed it. I've missed you in person. So thank you for inviting me.
0: Well, we've certainly missed the face-to-face, haven't we? So, And I guess that takes us to where we want to start with this, really, Ella. Um, I first met you, you came on a business growth program that I was kind of uh, hosting on behalf of uh, the adventure program and you, I think you just set up business yoga. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm intrigued really as to why you set that up, when you set it up and kind of how you've got to where you are at the moment. So, so what was, what was the timing? When did you set business yoga up, Ella? Sure.
1: So I had the idea two years ago, but I just yeah. kind of, you know, I, I, I sat on the idea or I was developing more of the, well, what does this thing look like? Is this really helpful for people? And that was because I am a dancer. I have a background in dance and a background in yoga, but I had a, a little bit of time where I was working in an office mm-hmm. and I also suffer from, I've got kind of back problems. I've got scoliosis and I just couldn't sit still. I just found it really, really hard. And I started kind of coming up with all these different movements. And then I was like, Oh, do you know what? This is a thing that other people could do. So I shared with a few people there. I was actually in Newcastle at the time and they were like, yeah, this is really powerful. And then I started thinking, well, what if we made a whole kind of company that's based on wellness in the workplace? So that was kind of, you know, that year of just thinking about it. And then when I moved to Leeds, I found out about adventure and I just thought it was the perfect opportunity to have that year of mentoring and find out about business, because obviously I, I have a, a very different background.
0: <laughs> um, you're, you're very creative and artistic yeah. and dance. And yeah. you know, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna explore that a little bit in terms of how that transfers to the, the business environment. I know, I know you had a few sort of challenges early on, didn't you? I guess in terms sure. of, of making that transition. Mm. Um, so we, we're gonna gloss over the pandemic because we're gonna cover it later. Where are things now? You're based in Leeds, but you're about to go off to uh, what I can only call as a, a really exciting sabbatical over in Portugal, where you spent most of this year since the pandemic, haven't you? Yeah. What, what's the process of that then? What are you doing and why are you going there?
1: Sure. So um, when the lockdown happened, I decided um, I, I love where I live in Leeds, um, but it's a very busy house. And actually just, just as I, I left, I went, someone passed away just before coronavirus started. So I went away and was basically told you can come back, but someone in the house has the virus and you'd have to go into lockdown with us and quarantine. And I was like, wow, we're about to go into this lockdown. We don't know how long it's going to be possibly six months in a house of six people. Do I want to do that? And the answer was no. (laughs) And, um, Yeah, I I managed to have the possibility to go and have a space where I could be in Portugal, so I decided to go and do that. And, yeah, that was so wonderful. And obviously all the work was online Mm. and continues to be that I figured, well, I might as well just see how this is, see see what I can make of life online.
0: Leeds, lovely city, Portugal, sunshine, guaranteed weather, Um, and and a a little bit of a solo retreat to find you know time to work on yourself and your business yeah Yeah. bit of a no-brainer really Ella wasn't it
1: and it you know I still love Leeds I still like my business is here my life is here but yeah I want to find out what what does it look like to take your work online to really be one of those digital nomads that we talk about
0: excellent you see pictures of people working on the beach don't you and things on a laptop so I guess it's no yeah no difference to that
1: I mean, it, you know, because we were in lockdown, I feel like I, I spent most of my time in inside. Mm. Um, but wow, it's super exciting to, to find out what happens next.
0: Excellent. Okay, well, you're one of the lucky people, I guess, that seems to have converted a passion or an interest or a lifestyle into a business. So I guess I'm going to ask the question, does it feel like work?
1: I definitely love it. I really do. Um, you know, it's so joyful, like the, especially the kind of the teaching parts and the connecting. So I'm definitely a a very people person. So getting to connect with people is so much joy. I would say that the bit that feels like work has been, you know, this, this amazing mentoring that I've been on a journey with you and with a venture of learning how to, to be more business, Mm. um, I would say that's the bit that's, I, I mean, I love it because it, there's so much passion there and there's so much joy in seeing more and more people kind of really thinking about this in the workplace. So it's, it's like a, a little bit of both, mostly love. Like,
0: you seem like a bit of a trailblazer for this. I was going to say, I was going to ask you a question later on, but I'll, I'll, I'll use it now really. I, I class you as voracious and relentless on posting really valuable content and educating your sort of audience on your social media platforms. There's lots of content that you post that surprises and shocks me about kind of just the human skeleton and and why sitting at a a desk in an office or working from home, you know, can have some really damaging impacts. Mm -hmm. And um, it'd be great if you could share with us a few of your kind of educational highlights if you like to, to just sure. to raise awareness you, you mentioned about scoliosis um but there's lots of people who haven't got what you would call um conditions that they're aware of but they're yeah. not they, they are potentially creating long-term damage give us an insight a bit into you know why business yoga and, and we'll talk about what that looks like shortly why that's important to to move
1: yeah sure so one one example of that so Um, I have a sister who actually works for a a hedge fund in London. So, you know, big high flying job and her posture. So I I said, I've got scoliosis. She's she's got a little bit of kyphosis, which is essentially where the top of the body kind of curves over a little bit like this. Mm -hmm. And it's really common in the office because we're sitting here. We're not thinking about. Is that the
0: leaning forward bit then? Exactly. It?
1: Yeah, it's like the whole the shoulders. Are, oh yeah, I just did a I just did a move. But for those who are not watching, they're listening. So yeah, it's like your your shoulders kind of curve forwards, and, and you know if it gets really bad, it kind of I think we used to call it hunchback. That is kind of going in that direction.
0: Yeah. And
1: the the sad thing is when we spend so much time with our with our body forwards, we actually stop developing the muscles to hold ourselves upright. So it's so important in terms of you know, the, the posture of the body um, and they've proven that the spine is actually supposed to move in six different directions. But obviously when we're sitting still, we're not moving the spine, it's just still. And so anything that we repeat lots, that's, that's kind of the pattern that creates in the body. So if we just keep still, actually the spine stops moving.
0: Would you, would you class that as a repetition? Doing nothing's a repetition. Yeah, isn't I it?
1: would, absolutely. So, you know, moving is a repetition. Stillness is a repetition, and the more that we're still, the more that the body so we have fascia it's like um kind of covers the muscle tissue of the whole body and and that needs to be moved to kind of stay like juicy and and be able to move a, allow the muscles to move yeah. We're staying still then it kind of it's like it I'm trying to think of an an image it I guess it kind of reminds me of like you know that i'm I'm a vegetarian anyway, but you know they're like skin on chicken.
0: Yeah
1: like if you imagine if that stretches but if it if you put it in the freezer and it just goes hard yeah, yeah that's kind of what's happening to your body so and the freedom we have when we when we're able to move through our whole body versus when we're stuck and held and especially if you're stuck and held then with that slightly curved upper body mm-hmm. you know then your neck's going to have so much pain so there's there's kind of these just the pain side of it but then there's also you know there's Many, many areas of research that have proven that like sitting down for long periods of time can lead to all sorts of illnesses. So I really am passionate about it in terms of helping people understand how they they're actually looking after their long term health as well.
0: Okay. So yeah. has the pandemic and people moving away from working in an office, which can feel a bit sort of uh, regimented, has that improve the opportunity for you to educate people who are now working from home where there's a bit more flexibility you know you you wouldn't necessarily feel as uh, exposed if you get up and have a little walk around whereas if you were in a big office with everybody who are all on headsets and call centers and whatever then you'd look a bit odd have you found there's been a, a positive reaction during the pandemic to home workers embracing what you're trying to educate them with
1: Definitely. I think it's it's kind of like this double edged sword because in the same time, a lot of them, they're not walking to work anymore. So, no. you know, it, it's like you, you wake up, you have your breakfast sitting on a chair and then you go to the desk and you sit on the chair. So it, it's like really realizing, I think for me as well, feeling it more in the body, noticing more that actually we really need to go outside. We really need to get up and move. They say that you should actually move every eight minutes. And, you know, oh. it's so easy to forget. It's crazy, isn't it? So easy to be there for hours, especially if you're really into work. Um, But yeah, what I found is this is kind of the perfect time for people to really start to think about all aspects of their health and, and them taking charge, because I think, I mean, it depends who you work for, but often, like, for example, Google, they look after their staff quite well and they will be educating them around, like, you know, often providing healthy food or providing exercise at work. But but now we don't have that same opportunity. So it's been really an important time to connect and to, to help people to help themselves.
0: Okay. Well, there's a lot of discipline in what you do in terms of getting people to, to change habits, isn't there? And making sure that people commit to this. Um, I'm not saying that everybody will dive in to move Every eight minutes. But do you want to explain a little bit about a phrase came up this morning from one of our mutual contacts, Phil Durant, who's a a really good guy? And he mentioned exercise snacks, didn't he? Which is, I guess, you know, a fabulous phrase to you know taking exercise like you would a snack, short, sharp impact. Talk to us about the sort of yoga sessions and the the desk-based stuff that you do. Because when we first got involved. You were talking about fifteen movements in fifteen minutes and all that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Explain to the audience a little bit about business yoga and why you don't need any yoga experience. I'm always a bit concerned. I've got all the flexibility of a of a retired cent and a half, to be honest. So you know, I'm always a bit worried about yoga being for those people who are you know a lot more bendy and supple than me. But why why is it why what is it that you do that that makes it first of all engaging? What's the impact of what you do?
1: Sure. So yeah, we. I do teach normal yoga you know you can do yoga on a mat and so on but what I'm really passionate about and why I started business yoga was making yoga accessible um, and to do that we have created these these little short sharp exercise kind of routines so maybe some of you have tried hit in in lockdown think like hit but then take it down so there's no needing to go and have a shower afterwards yeah. it's re- focusing on, you know, what I mentioned about the spine needing to be moving, about getting your body back to its, so when we're in stress mode, which is really common, like often when we're sitting at the computer, we'll be in that angry kind of stressed out mood. Mm. And we think we have just got to get on and get it done. But actually, we're not working productively. We're not working well. We're not working like, you know, making friends with our mind. So it's all about bringing that person back down to, I call it homeostasis to that kind Mm. of relaxed state. And so we do a lot of things in the chair. And yeah, we do like a a 15 moves in 15 minutes, a 23 moves in 23 minutes. We even have, I'm at the moment building a kind of a membership space where you can go in and you can do like a three minute de-stress so it might be that that's more of a meditation or more of a breathing Mm -hmm. or it might be like just something to really work on that spine getting that spine moving or you can go into a five minute or an 11 minute so really thinking about these increments of time and I love um do you know the Pomodoro timers no they're brilliant so they're kind of timers that will let you know so you can set the timer and you can think about those. Well, how, how often do I need to take a break? And then you can just decide, OK, so this is my 15 minute break. So I'm going to do 15 moves in 15 minutes, for example. And yeah, I really wanted it to be accessible that I, I do think yoga can be this kind of like arty thing or this um, kind of elitist thing. But it's actually for everyone. You know, I I really I really see the benefits. And so some of the moves are directly from yoga. Some are more movement some are more thinking about. So another thing we do when we're stressed is we hold the breath mm. or we, we breathe quite shallow. So it's about really thinking about how do we get that body into that state of wellness?
0: What feedback have you had from this then from the people that you've put through some of these programs? What, what's the, what's the output, you know, the reaction?
1: Really good, really positive. People are always like, yes, I'm, I want to do this again. I want to make this a part of my lifestyle, That it's so easy and yet so powerful to, mm. to just take that time and, and really, it's, it's like aligning back with kind of your essence, who you really are, you know, connecting back to that calm feeling that we all want to feel. We don't want to be in stress mode and mm. kind of prioritizing other things outside of our health and our well-being. And that actually, when we're in that state, we can work better. So we're actually a better, you know, we're a better human being and we're more able to to kind of be compassionate to others and just be more present with ourselves. So, yeah, really positive. Um I feel really excited to, to continue sharing it with more people and waking more people up.
0: Excellent. Well, we came up with an idea the other day about looking at, it's not just for individuals, you know, there's, there's lots of organisations who've got a, I guess, a, a social responsibility to their team, uh, looking at doing online team sessions, whether it's a, you know, your, your weekly sales meeting on a Monday, start with doing a, a, a bit of a business yoga session, get the, get the heart rate pumping, get the spirituality right, get the the, the mental sort of uh, status okay. But we also thought about um, these people are running events these days. All events are all virtual and, and hybrid at the moment, and no one's doing face-to-face live stuff. Um, what's your thoughts on talking to event teams and event managers about putting something in that's just different and interesting and, yeah. and, and you know quite engaging for the audience? Because it's all about trying to make something different if it's just online, isn't it?
1: Totally. Yeah. I actually did record one um, last week. I think it was last Tuesday. I had a, a like a wellness conference. It wasn't a wellness conference. It was a conference mm-hmm. for a company, but they asked me to do a, a kind of a wellness space within there. I think it's like a breakout room. Yeah. And in there was me doing a session. So yeah, totally up for, you know, the more that I can put wellness at the heart of workplaces and just normalize and kind of take out the stigma of yoga and help people see that actually it's really looking after your health and your well-being the better.
0: Because a lot of people think it's just too spiritual for them, don't they? Or just not for them. But you know it does it does seem quite accessible. But let's go back to the theme of building a business in a global pandemic then. Um, Are you fortunate or have you made your own luck in the fact that the pandemic has allowed you to access lots of people in a different way. You know, more people are, are engaged on social media than they ever were mm-hmm. before. More people working from home are, are, are aware of wellness and well-being and all that kind of thing. Has that been fortunate or has that been something that you've worked hard on, particularly when you were over in Portugal for your yeah. initial extended sort of uh, sabbatical? But you were working hard, weren't you, on that?
1: I was, yeah, really hard, actually. Almost like hard, I think, partly because there were less people in my space. So, you know, there was a lot of power in that of just, being able to really focus and then also to put this, this what I've mentioned, this Pomodoro timer kind of practice in place of, mm-hmm. well, now I'm taking my break and I'm going to practice exactly what I preach. Um, But yeah, I think it's been a bit of both. Like, you know, at first, the first thing for me when we went into lockdown was, well, how can I help? I don't know. That was just, it's like we have different ways that we react in stress. And that was mine was like, how can I be of service? So mm. I started straight away I put these classes up online and actually initially they were free now we've gone down to we still do a free offering but just once a month Mm. and then very it's very reasonable I promise if you want to come and do a session with us but we decided that actually you know we're we're kind of in a different um stage of lockdown now it's called
0: called business yoga and you've got a business to run as well to be fair Ella and and, you know there's a lot of value I would think think output and impact not what's the cost it's an investment in themselves it really
1: isn't, it? Is, isn't it and it's like making these how can you make these things habits so it just becomes a part of your lifestyle and mm. I think I recognize that we have to put structures in place to create habits we can't just say oh yeah that's a habit you have to kind of create the the system so that your body understands it takes I think it takes 40 days to create a habit so yeah. you need to, you know and you need to put that work in um,
0: Is that why people, when they join the gym in January, don't see it through because there's only 31 days in January, and by the time they finish, yeah, <laughs> you really can't be bothered yeah. anymore. That, that's kind of hab- habitual, isn't it? Yeah,
1: absolutely. Yeah. So the more that we can do that thing on a regular until our body understands and kind of breaks through, maybe like the you know the the resistance that we might feel to to stuff that makes us feel good. We do. We all know that feeling, right? Sometimes it's like. The exercise bike or the croissant <laughs> yeah yeah wow. yeah
0: yeah, it, but it's, yeah it's not always an easy option choice either is it that one
1: it's true and so yeah that's where habit comes in but yeah so um in terms of lockdown like it's been it's been really interesting because what i've realized so we have a team of um amazing teachers in in quite a few different cities mm-hmm. um but what what made sense was actually we just need to take everything online and. You know, one day I imagine that we will be able to send teachers out into spaces again. But mm-hmm. it, it was quite a exciting discovery of how actually this this is more convenient. You know, you don't have to as well as not having to get changed and all those things. It, it's just there in front of you on the computer. So it, it's like it just makes it so accessible to companies Um
0: and has that been has that been the revelation for you? I mean, you've spent a lot of time redeveloping your website and putting content out there. Was that designed to feed what you'd found from your initial research? How can I help? We want to know how it all fits together. We want to know how it works. We want to know what to do. So mm-hmm. is that why you then went away and created the content that you've done and the website that you've done?
1: Yeah, exactly. And it was like this. Well, I'm serious. I'm going to use this time to step up. I'm going to use this time to really push wellness and to really push, you know, all of the values of the business. And so, yeah, there's been a real kind of overhaul. Um, I mentioned that we're building now this kind of membership site so that it can be even more convenient and people can just log in and then choose their. Their workshop. They don't always have to work. Wait for the live classes. They can.
0: You will have some pre-recorded mm-hmm. content. I can, I can dip in and think I need to do this, and I can find it and yeah. do it on my own. Or, I, or I can join a class or a group if it's, if my employers put that together. Or you've got your open sessions and that kind of thing. Yeah.
1: Exactly. Yeah. So, so each company can actually sign up for all of their staff to be able to access it and then you know you can choose whether you want to access the timer as well so that it can kind of remind you or whether you just want to go in and decide when it's time so yeah I'm super excited about that journey and I suppose like in terms of COVID you know I think it's such a a difficult time it has been so challenging for all of us but it's for me it's well how can we how can we work together you know what can we offer what services can we provide and how can we choose to thrive what where can we find those little kind of silver linings of actually maybe it is that you embed wellness more in your in your workplace or maybe it's that you as an individual learn more so you can better look after yourself whilst you're working from home
0: what would you say to companies maybe hr directors or you know managing directors or people responsible for teams about the whole wellness piece it 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 seems to be heavily used as a phrase doesn't it during lockdown you know wellness well-being you know mental health and all that kind of thing what would you say to them about their I don't want to say responsibilities but I guess they are their responsibilities to their team what's your view if you, had, if you had a HR director in front of you or a, an MD of a company and had 25 staff you'd be saying to them in terms of you know what you could do and why they should think about doing what you do
1: Sure. So um, we have actually got quite a lot of services on offer as well. So, one is we work with two amazing kind of diversity and equality trainers. Um, we offer massage, we offer kind of education into stress and nutrition. So, for me, yeah, I do think it is the responsibility of of the workplace to really look after people, and especially you know if you are asking your staff to work from home, maybe they don't have like the ergonomic chair. You know, there's there's so much, yeah. like even education on that on how can you set up a good workspace. So we have some trainers who kind of do stuff around that. It's so important that you're looking after your staff. You know, it's not not only for, um, for them, but also for you as a company that. Absences, you know, sick days—all of those things are tied into our well-being and our mental health. Actually, so I think it. it, I would encourage them as much as possible to really think about that being kind of the center point. And that when you have a a business, a company where the staff feel looked after, actually, they're so much more loyal. You know, I I can definitely say, speak from experience, there of when I've looked after my staff, they they actually love. To do their job, you know what I mean. They really well, believe
0: you get you get performance improvement because people want to come to work with the spring in the step. You get commercial value because they are genuinely delivering better performance, mm. and also, ultimately, you've mentioned there things like stress and absenteeism are, are, are genuinely improved, aren't they? If you've yeah. got wellness and well-being uh, at the heart of of your sort of staff engagement, so I, I'm a massive advocate of that. I work with some big organisations, and we're you Know working together to get people on on, on side, you're, you're on a mission, aren't you, Ella? I think mm-hmm. to uh, to change the world, which is great yeah. to see. So, um, but we are back in uncertain times, I guess. You know, we're certainly in the UK, we've got tiered lockdown that yeah. people either understand or don't understand. We've got people now going, you know, am I, am I allowed to do this? Am I allowed to do that, etc.? Um, so how do you see business yoga? helping people in uncertainty going forward, you know, what's your view on maybe the next six months for you and the business and and what you can do for
1: people? So the membership site should be ready probably by the end of next month.
0: Mm -hmm. November Um, would that be? November. November, Yeah. yeah.
1: By the end of November. I mean, you can access it now, but it's, it's limited. Whereas, you know, by the end of November, I think it's going to be quite an extensive package. Um, We're still offering. So we do one class a week on a Monday at 11 o'clock to really think about that. And then again, you can always buy those classes and watch them later on so that you're still thinking about that every day. Mm-hmm. Um, we do this this monthly taster if you want to just come and give it a go. And please, like, if if it resonates for you, you know, if you're an HR director or if you're working in a company and you're thinking, actually, I want my business to do this, then have a word with your company and let's see if we can get them in. So we have a few clients now who are actually doing this every single day and just making it that habit that I mentioned, the 40-day yeah. habit. Um, and we have some that are just doing one a week, but but recording the session so that they can then repeat it. So if I can get in and offer you that, I would absolutely love to be of service.
0: Excellent. OK, well, picture over. That's fine. It wasn't meant, you know, and, and that's and I love the fact that you are so passionate about, you know, where you are with this and, and, and taking something of genuine value out out to the, the business community. What have you learned about yourself as a someone from a creative and and an artistic and dance spiritual background working in you know what can be quite cynical and hard-nosed in terms of some of the businesses that you might have encountered what have you learned about yourself at, in this particular period then Ella
1: I think I've learned um come on what's the word like um perseverance you know that It's about focus and it's like, I I am on this mission. You know, I would love to see wellness in the workplace. And like I mentioned, it was all about seeing my sister and seeing how that just wasn't a part of the company's kind of ethos. And and as a result, it wasn't a part of her lifestyle. Um, So I've kind of learned, it's like just focus just keep on going just keep on going and and like I like Nick said I didn't come from a background of business so I've had to learn a lot a hell of a lot of skills um and and kind of like how to how to package things how to talk about things you know all of these things that actually you can't do a dance to explain it you can't do yoga to explain it you know what I mean sometimes you need to speak so um so yeah. I've learned yeah to really speak about my business um to i've learned so much around like building a website and all of these these kinds of areas about marketing and then yeah just this like just keep going just keep going just keep explaining and trusting that eventually more and more people will understand that it's not this kind of strange artsy thing it really is a Mm. helpful service that can change
0: lives I think in the early days, you you had that conundrum, didn't you? You know you were passionate about the product and the service and what you offered, but you weren't getting much early traction. and I think that's down to the fact that you weren't quite yet ready as a business person to embrace what that meant. But you've been a brilliant pupil over the you know sort of eighteen months or so that we've worked together, and I think, being a brilliant pupil means that you prepare to take on board learning, which is what you're asking your clients to do, aren't you? Take on board mm-hmm. learning about your body. You're learning about business and you have done. And, and it's, it's a two-way journey, isn't it, really? Yeah. So you're getting much more traction now because you're much more business-focused, but you still you still maintain that spiritual sort of integrity, haven't you? Yeah,
1: and trying to, like, so I, I think I really cringed at sales. Do you remember the first time you were telling me about calling people up and I was like, oh, my God, I can't do it. Um, So, yeah, just kind of really understanding and enjoying it, that it you know, it doesn't mean anything about you as a person. If they say no, it's it's a it's a product that you're offering, and if they want it, then great. And if not, then that's okay too.
0: It's not right for them, and you're not you're not always going to convince people. I think yeah. because the agenda's more visible these days, you're probably pushing against a few more open doors than you were maybe even six, 12 months ago because you know, wellness and well-being being what it is. So, yeah. um, okay, so. What would you say to somebody who is sat at home now, who is in a job that they don't like, or maybe unfortunately have been ended of furlough and, 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 you know, they've unfortunately been made redundant. And there's a lot of that to come, I unfortunately believe. But what would you say to somebody who's thinking, could I, could I, could I do that? Could I run a business? Am I, have I got the skill set? What advice would Ella Mesmer give to someone who's got that, even if it's just a germ of an idea in the back of the head or just yeah. an option?
1: I would say 100%. Um, you know, it might be it might be scary. It might be a difficult journey at times. But I think I actually feel like I've evolved as a human being. You know, like, yes, okay, I was doing these spiritual things and so on and working on evolution. But um, there's something about I can, I feel like I can stand in the business world now and say who I am. Whereas I think before it was like, these two separate worlds, like me and my my arty world and my arty friend, and now I I love it. So yeah, like I'm in some amazing networking groups. I've met so many amazing people that I probably wouldn't have had access to had I not done this business. And I'm creating a business I love, I'm able to employ staff. So I really would say go for it. Give it your love. Give it your passion. Find out about programs and and people like Nick Bramley who can really mentor you and take you on that journey and help you. To, I
0: think, I think the other thing that says if you can find something that you love doing it won't ever feel like work will it
1: yeah absolutely um i mean i love i've loved i've been really fortunate because i've i did i realized this quite early on i did have a few office jobs when i came out of uni and then i was like no i'm doing it i'm going for what i love and god yeah like life living life from that space where you love everything like sometimes because I love my job so much I do have to be like okay stop working
0: <laughs> yes
1: <laughs> and do some life <laughs> you know what I mean Cause yeah. it's so much
0: fun. Um, I would imagine but- I would imagine that's definitely the case when you're on your own in Portugal and the sun's mm-hmm. shining but you you're deeply involved in developing some new content yeah. or on- Uh, you look up and suddenly it's like well it's nine o'clock and yeah uh, there's a a, you need to practice what you preach don't you really yeah
1: that's why it's like I've got those timers and and actually you doing that just reminded me I've also got a bicycle an under desk bicycle
0: (laughs) Yeah, you mentioned that. Before. Okay, that that sounds a bit weird to me. You're <laughs> are you ped, you're not peddling it now? Are you because you can't no, see right you, you got, any I've movement that. Of, of that? Okay. So, Ella, it's been an absolute pleasure. I've I've enjoyed the journey working with you over the last sort of eighteen months or so. I continue to do that with you. Thanks so I much, Nick. What you're doing? Um, you're doing some great stuff with content on LinkedIn. I would encourage anyone who is looking to just even consider their health well-being have a look have a look at ella's details i'm going to share them now on the screen as, as, as we finish the the, the website uh, finish the website finish the, the podcast um and the podcast can be available like the whole impact sessions podcast series on the impact us website also on itunes spotify it'll all be produced every tuesday so this will be going out very shortly and um and Ella's contact details, I'll just move our little pictures from there because that's what it does. Uh, Ella's details are there. Um, contact Ella, have a chat. She's very open to, you know, what if and how would we and talking through scoping opportunities. Um, all those details are there. So Ella Mesmer, phone number, email, and, and the website address. And the website's a, a continually evolving piece, isn't it, Ella? Continue to drive it. Yeah. So, um, As I say, it's been an absolute pleasure to have you on. Um, I'm very jealous about Portugal (laughs) on Sunday, (laughs) Um, bearing in mind that I'm in North Yorkshire and it continues to rain and be freezing cold. Which is also
1: where I am right now. But it's kind of a nice day right now.
0: Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, listen, enjoy Portugal. Keep working. So keep, much. keep those timers going and uh, absolutely brilliant, Ella, and continue good luck for, well, you don't need good luck, just keep doing what you're doing now and uh, Thank you. successful. will
1: definitely job. be seeing you super soon.
0: Brilliant. Okay, nice to see you, Ella. Cheers. Bye.
1: Bye.